Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, we got a little bit more clarity on what the Lakers considered doing and uh, wound up not doing at the trade deadline, especially in regards to Russell Westbrook. Uh, as a part of those reports, Ramona Shelburne said something that kind of sort of broke my heart a little bit. Earlier Tuesday morning, uh, Ryan Windhorst, Ramona Shelburne, and Dave McMenamin hopped on the Hoop Collective pod to talk about the Lakers' trade deadline um, and, you know, clearly what they didn't do. And Ramona had this to say when asked for her interpretation of how things have gone down and what the fallout might be. My interpretation was the Lakers front office, and that includes ownership. So let's just say the Lakers organization from ownership on down decided you guys got yourself into this. This is the bed you have made. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, all the future Hall of Famers. Um, this is your choice of roster and team. Go make it work. And, and we are not going to mortgage our future in terms of draft picks and in terms of taking on luxury tax now because this team isn't working yet. Go make it work. And it's the exact opposite of what LeBron was used to before Dave, right? That's just correct. the exact inverse. Ramona, I believe you reported that the Lakers did have a Russell Westbrook trade with Houston that they could have done without giving up their first round pick. Mm-hmm. Is that right? You reported that? Um, the way, the way I heard it was it could have been done for a first round pick, but then it was even suggested they could have done it for a pick swap. Right. Um, I don't know the details of what that swap would be like or how that would even right. work, but. Um, so it would have been John needless to say, for Russell Westbrook yeah. and a draft consideration. Um, there, yeah. there, there, there could have been first rounders moving, but it wouldn't have yeah. been losing a first rounder. Maybe there was, you thought that was something on the table. I, it was even it, like, let's, let's put it this way. They would have had to incentivize Houston to do the trade right. um, with some kind of draft compensation. I think it was even less than what I what people have assumed. Um, but I think the Lakers are not ready to pull the ripcord on that Russell Westbrook exper- experiment. I think they feel like they haven't done that. The team, the coach, the coaching staff, everything has not done enough to say this is a this isn't going to work. Like Russell Westbrook is a future Hall of Famer. There are different ways that he can be used. And, and, and by the way, some of this is on Russ too. Okay. Russ can still change more too. Um, but I think they feel like they gave up so much to get him and he is a really talented player if used correctly. Um, and he has not been used in any kind of way that he's comfortable with or has been used or been good before. Um, we can argue forever about whose fault that is. I would say it's a lot of both. I think both sides take some, take some um and some of it's just reality like you're playing with LeBron now and it's a different it's a different setup for him than he's ever been in but um I think they just feel like you can't keep changing all the time um especially when a a just change for change sake I mean that's kind of the phrasing I've heard is like let's not make a change just to make a change like let's make a change when we know it's going to make us a lot better and I've even Brian heard you know, this, this phrasing of like, this is probably going to be the roster next year too. Hold on. What? This is probably going to be the roster next year too. No, 
This is probably going to be the roster next year too. This is probably going to be the roster next year too. This is probably going to be the roster next year too. Be right back. I need a drink. Now, look, I've heard conflicting reports on what the trade might be, might have been with Houston and, and all of that. So let's just set that aside because you just never know what was actually put on the table, the specifics of uh, what the Lakers might have had to do, might have had to include. Uh, THT went unmentioned in the show, which I found kind of odd, seeing as Brian Windhorst, uh, when he reported it initially, included Talon Horton Tucker in the trade. So I'm just going to ignore that aspect of it, the Houston aspect of it. When you, It's already difficult enough to trace leaks and try to understand leaks when it's just of one team. But when you get two teams uh, talking about why a deal didn't come together and the agendas from both of those teams, it's just impossible. What I find interesting is that, hey, management is basically telling LeBron, and this was the vibe of the entire episode of that of that podcast, but what I find interesting here is that the, the management whether it's Genie, whether it's the Rambi, whether it's Palinka, whoever, is essentially telling LeBron, AD, Clutch, hey, you guys made your bed, and you guys now have to sleep in it. And as Brian mentioned, and as Dave McMenamin uh, echoed throughout the, the podcast, that is not a message that LeBron is going to take well to. It was funny. Dave McMenamin asked about uh, asked Rob Polinka about, hey, do you feel like you owe it to LeBron uh, to shepherd the last kind of chapter of his legacy? And a lot of people, Lakers people, uh, Lakers Twitter, basically took that as clutches demanding that Rob Polinka, you know, meet LeBron a little closer to halfway, which like, you know, fine. We do know that Dave McMenamin does have very close ties to Clutch. Uh, I think that what gets kind of ignored sometimes is that he has really good sourcing throughout the Lakers, but regardless. Um, what's funny, though, is that when Kobe was, you know, at the end of his kind of second prime, uh, where he was scoring in bunches and uh, was playing with Smush Parker and, you know, just just all around Chucky Atkins and, and just bad Lakers teams. At that time, one of the things that I found myself kind of screaming into the void, this is before podcasts were a thing, this is before Twitter was a thing. But the, the thing that I can kind of recall uh, thinking a lot was, hey, um, it's not like Kobe's just kind of come along all the time. And you do owe it to Kobe to put a decent team around him and, you know, put him back into legitimate title contention. And, you know, yes, the relationship between Kobe and the Lakers is very different than LeBron and the Lakers. But I just think, generally speaking, when you have a great player, whether it's in basketball or football or baseball, like the Angels right now are just wasting Mike Trout, right? And I think that's a real bummer. Uh, I, I just think when you have a great, great player in your organization, you do kind of owe it to that player to put him or her in the absolute best situations that they can possibly be in to win as often as they possibly can at the highest levels. And while, yeah, some of 
Uh, Dave's analysis, sure, and and his reporting can sometimes seem very painted uh, by his uh, ties back to Clutch. I, I do think it's worth mentioning that no, actually, I, LeBron should be frustrated. Now, LeBron is responsible for this too. Remember, he pushed very hard for the Russell Westbrook trade. Uh, and and by the way, like we keep on getting this stuff about Rob Palenka that paints it as if he was like not involved or 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 that he was really disappointed to move off of the Buddy Heel trade. From what I know, that is not the case. The the Lakers, when you make a trade like that, there use there usually is a lot of uh, unification behind that move, that kind of a move. So I think you know. Regardless of, of, of those politics, and again, just getting into the agendas aspect of it, we can talk about that when we have a little more time uh, on a longer show. But I just I find it really interesting. Uh, and that entire episode of, of the Hoop Collective was really interesting because I thought Ramona was kind of speaking for uh, the front office and management. And I thought Dave, in a lot of ways, was speaking, obviously, from uh, LeBron and Clutch's perspective. And and I think they met in the middle sometimes, and I, I it's not I'm not saying that they were it, it ever got you know the tension ever raised or anything like that. No, I just I found the whole exercise really interesting here to see where all of these people are coming from. Um, all that said, please just no, we don't need to run this back next year. No, no. All right, that's going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown. We're still kind of waiting for no, for, for more. See, the, the Freudian slips are right there. No, Lakers, no. Just say no to Russ being back next year. But uh, we're still waiting for more information about buyout candidates. Some of these teams that have some guys who would be bought out uh, are, are kind of figuring out the direction that they're going to go in. I saw a report today that Orlando is still kind of making up its mind about Gary Harris. Goran Dragic was officially bought out by San Antonio, uh, so we'll see over the next day or so what that situation is going to look like. And then DeAndre Bembry was uh, picked up by Milwaukee. Milwaukee still has uh, roster spots available here, so Goran could very well go there as well. Uh, but, but, you know, we're still kind of seeing that out, feeling that out. We usually get more information about that, you know, throughout and then after the All-Star break. And tonight is the last Lakers game before it. So we'll keep you guys posted as best as we can uh, for that. Check out the uh, Live Spaces episode that I recorded. Aaron and I hopped on there, had a really good conversation, I thought, with a few people about the direction that the Lakers are are heading in right now. And then uh, later today... I'm going to be recording an episode of the Anthony Irwin show with a really fun guest. Until all of that, and until I talk to you guys here in a bit, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.